my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. For this episode, I wanted to bring you an excerpt from my book, Functioning Hot Mess, Embrace Your Inner Chaos and Be Enough in a World That Says You're Not. This is actually one of my favorite lessons from this book. So I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs to you jumping around a little bit, and then we're going to talk more about it. So here we go. We need to take 100% ownership in our part of every scenario, face the truth and feel the emotions of knowing how we messed up. Face it. You messed up. And so did everyone else. People say hindsight is 2020. So look at it. Don't avoid examining the past. Yes, it may be painful, but you'll learn so much from reviewing what you did, why you did it, and what other choices you could have made to potentially change the outcome. The purpose of this is neither to beat yourself up nor to remain in the past and continue to feel the pain. Do it and work through it, then move forward. Remember, you're human. There is not a single person on the planet who's perfect. We all make mistakes, and that's okay. No one is to blame for your choices but you. Your shitty childhood, bad example parents, abusive partner, narcissistic boss, or all of the above are not responsible for the actions you take. By blaming them, you're giving them your power. Take it back by owning your shit. One of the reasons it's important to take ownership for your past is so that you recognize how much of it you had control over. There is strength in knowing I've gotten myself in this mess and I can get myself out. Bad things happen and you are responsible for how you react. Your life is the result of your actions. Not taking action is still an action. If you're unhappy, in a bad relationship, hate your job or are bored, you have the power to change it. By your thoughts, decisions, and actions, you create your future. You are in charge of where you are, how you got there, and what you create next. So what I have seen in my own life and in the lives of people that I work with and friends and family and people I know is that we have a habit of looking to others to get our needs met. So we look to them for emotional needs. We want them to meet that emotional need. We want to feel the connection, the love, the security. We look to other people for our physical needs, for our physical wellness, our health, our failing health even. We look to others for our entertainment, for our caretaking. Sometimes we just expect people to just show up and take care of us. We look to others for our safety. We put it our happiness as well. So what happens is we put, it's as if we put an egg in each of those baskets. Like each basket gets an egg and it's given to an individual. You're responsible for my happiness. You are responsible for making me well. You are responsible for my mental health. You are responsible to entertain me. And we put all these eggs in a basket, different baskets actually. And then when something doesn't go right, we blame the one holding that egg. 
So really, it would be so much easier to blame everyone for everything else in our life. And of course, I could blame my ex-husband for every single thing that went wrong in our relationship. And let's not pretend like I don't at times. But when I really go back and take a look at my part in that, that is where I have had some serious, profound breakthroughs in myself, in my growth understanding who I am and why I do the things I do, what is going on under the surface, all of those questions start by taking ownership of your part. And it's not about taking ownership for other people's behavior and other people's reactions and interactions and their treatment of you. That's not what this is. It's not taking that from them. They get to own theirs too. And if they do or not, that's out of your control. But it's you genuinely recognizing, was I pushing buttons? Was I out of control? What could I have done differently? How could I have shown up as my best self? What was okay with me and what was not okay with me? And how do I move forward knowing from that space of now this is who I am now, how do I move forward being my best self? How do I not repeat that situation? You want to know how you end up not dating the same guy over and over and over again? Take ownership for your chooser, (laughs) for who you're picking, why you're picking them, what you're looking for. That kind of information comes to you by taking ownership and getting really raw and really clear with yourself. And then, and only then, can you really start to take your power back. Because when you see in all these different ways that you are giving your power to someone else, you can slowly start taking it back and empowering yourself If you want to be independent, if you want to be able to make your own decisions and your own choices, then start making them. Stop putting that on someone else and expecting them to raise you right. You have that ability within you, but you have to start by taking ownership of where you are. Hey, podcast fam. I know you're either a hot mess feeling like you're going to lose it and know that you need a change and you need it now or you're in a better place than you've been before and you're feeling like you're on the verge of leveling up, but you're not exactly sure where to start. Either way, you are ready for some guidance and I've got you. I have the Perfectly Imperfect membership that is just what you're looking for. Every month I go live and teach on topics like strengthening your intuition, what to do about toxic relationships and how to stop shooting all over yourself. You also get monthly meditations, journal prompts, because you know, they're my thing. And you get special access to some of my other programs. You can try the membership risk-free for seven days at www.theheartofconfidence.com forward slash membership. Just jump in and binge as much of the content as you like. And then if you love what you hear, sign up for less than a few lattes a month. It's personal development on autopilot just for you. That website again is www.theheartofconfidence.com forward slash membership. I cannot wait to see you there. So I have had people ask, where do I start? How do I take ownership? What exactly does that mean? And while it seems kind of intuitive, when we really sit down to do it, it can be a little bit tricky or challenging. So here's kind of the framework I want you to follow, at least at first, until you kind of get more comfortable with this or start doing it more. And that is, I want you to pretend, and it truly is pretend, because 
in every situation, there are so many variables, right? So I just want you to pretend for just a minute that you are taking 100% or 1000% responsibility for the situation. So pretend for a minute that it is all your fault. It is all in your corner. And that is not where you're going to start judging and blaming yourself. It is truly to look at the specific actions. So that is what I want you to do when you take 100% ownership of it is look at the actions and take ownership of those. So first of all, we're going to look at what about that situation pushed your buttons? What caused the escalation? What is really going on? And be very clear about it because someone pissing you off isn't, uh, that's pretty vague. What specifically about it pissed you off? What about it hurt your feelings? Why did that hurt your feelings? Where does that come from? When you really start to get to the bottom of that, you're going to start using more emotional words. You're going to start with it hurt my feelings, but then you're going to say, I felt insignificant. I felt like I didn't matter. I felt completely lonely and isolated. I was scared that I was going to basically be voted off the friend island and be completely alone with no more connections. I felt like I was following all the rules and doing all the right things, but I felt miserable inside and I didn't know what else to do. Like wherever you go with this, go with it, follow it. Don't just stop with the surface level because you're right. Whatever happened probably did hurt your feelings. And you can, again, turn and blame that person for hurting your feelings, but then you've stopped doing the work. The work of taking ownership is getting below the surface. Why did that hurt my feelings? Why did that get under my skin? But again, we're taking ownership for it. So then you can come at it from a place of what could I have done or what could I do differently? So this is where you really start owning the fact that, you know what, I'm looking for a fairy godmother to come in and swoop in and solve all of my issues. I mean, how nice would that be? In a way, but in a way, we would miss the growth opportunity. We would miss the learning experiences. And we know what that looks like. We have friends and family members who bail their kids out time and time again, and it does nothing good for them. So fairy godmother coming in and bailing you out of all these issues would do nothing good for you. So while it feels nice on the surface, own that that is what we're wanting. We're wanting to have that magic pill. We're wanting something to come in and solve all of our problems without us having to change any of our behavior. Sign me up for that. I mean, really, part of me really wants that. Part of me knows that's detrimental. But own that if that's resonating with you. Own the fact that I didn't have conversations early on when it could have made a difference. I didn't set boundaries until this got way out of hand. I let things go rather than handling them in the immediate moment. I let things wait way too long until the opportune moment to have that conversation was passed and I had decided it didn't matter anymore. I was trying to control this, the outcome, the situation, the scenario. Or maybe you left early on or you could have left early on. You know, a lot of times, especially in relationships, we stay way longer than we needed to. And when we look back, we should have left way long before. And so own that, own that instead of pushing buttons to cause a problem, you could have used I feel statements or been honest about your feelings. Own the fact that if you were honest about your feelings and were truly pouring your heart out and they didn't care, that was your first clue that it's time to leave. And you could have left in that moment. 
Now, again, this is not about putting blame on your shoulders because yeah, of course, this is going to be work that makes us feel kind of crappy. This is, this is the work part, right? This is kind of the, some of the shadow stuff where you're really getting honest with who you are and what you have contributed to the scenario, the situation. But the main reason for this and the main reason to start looking at what you could have done differently is not coulda, shoulda, woulda. It is, how can I learn from this? Where did I have power? Where was my power in each of these situations? And how can I approach that differently next time? This is where taking ownership gives you back your power. This is where you recognize I am in this health state because of my XYZ. I have continually reached out to physical therapists or for health and fitness experts to try to change things. And none of it works for me because I'm putting all the eggs in that basket, but I'm not taking my ownership either. I'm in this situation of this relationship and I've put my eggs in the basket of the therapist to have this amazing couples therapy experience and fix this. But then we're failing to say that it's not really the therapist's fault that it didn't work. It's because we stopped too early. We gave up. We got busy. We allocated money to different areas, whatever our reasoning was. We're putting all those eggs in different baskets. And this is about going around, collecting your damn eggs and making your own omelet. I can't even believe I brought food into this, but there we are. (laughs) There we have it. So really, the more you can do this, the more you can take ownership in this, the more power you will have, the more you will know yourself, the more love you will have for yourself, the more compassion you will have for yourself and for others. And the more this will apply to different scenarios in your life. I remember one time I had this community partner that I worked with that just pushed every single button that I own and probably some I don't. And I was so upset about some stupid situation. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember just for weeks, literally weeks, I was so angry and I, the conversation kept coming up. I just kept regurgitating this whole situation and how bad I hated her and what an evil person she is, which I haven't decided is incorrect. But, (laughs) but what happened was at some point I had this realization where I said, okay, wait, I am giving her all the power and control over my emotions, over my productivity, over my happiness or contentment with my career. And it is time for me to give it back to myself. She doesn't get any more of my time. She doesn't get any more of my emotion. This is time for me to work on what is the trigger? What is coming from this? Where is it coming from? Why do I have it? Why is this upsetting me so bad? Because part of me truly does have this belief that, you know, you can't please everybody, whether they love you or hate you, it's all about them. And I do believe that to the core. So why then was she able to get under my skin with so much success? And it was because I was allowing it. I was not taking ownership for my peace. I wanted to blame all of it on her, the entire dynamic on her, make this whole situation about the unjust behavior of her when I had just as much to deliver to myself as well. I was just as unjust. I was just as big of a snot and a cow and whatever the hell you want to call it. I was being that mean girl too. And so when I was able to really stop bitching and get back into myself taking ownership, I was able to move forward, let that go and start living my life according to my terms again. 
And she never got to have that much control over me ever again. Yes, additional things would come up. Yes, it would spike me for a minute, but I was much more intentional and much more quick about taking my part, letting that go and wiping it off the table because I was not going to let it control me anymore and let it ruin my life anymore. So you can see how taking ownership really is about allowing yourself to feel bad because yeah, our feelings do get hurt and we don't just brush them under the table. We feel them. They hurt. It's okay. But then it's also doing some more investigation. Why? What's going on? What's under the surface? So that you get to choose the direction of your life moving forward. All right, my friend, I hope this is helpful for you. If you're interested in reading more about the book, learning more about the book, it's on Amazon. You can get it in paperback or a Kindle version. It's functioning hot mess. Embrace your inner chaos and be enough in a world that says you're not. It's my story, but there's also a lot of empowerment in there. There's a lot of focusing on what you're doing right, deciding what truly matters to you, identifying challenge and expectations that are placed on you by others. It's a book near and dear to my heart, from my heart, for you, and I hope you check it out. And on that, I'm going to let you go and I will be back in your inbox next week.